Hey everyone, I'm Malini Agarwal and you are listening to and watching The Good Creators Show. I'm super excited to be here because today my guest is the one and only Simone Kambata and I think you've seen different shades of her at different times. Fashion designer, lifestyle influencer, mommy influencer, but I have got to see sides of her that I'm really hoping come out on this podcast today. Oh so thank you for being here today, Simone. Thank you for having me, Malini. You're always super kind to me. Thank you. So this is a show which is kind of like my attempt of unpacking the world of influencers, by influencers, for influencers. We give a little gyan to the brands on the side as well. And for all of those who are aspiring to be sitting in the chairs that we are today. But I really want to get back into your journey and start at the beginning for you because I think What's interesting, and I've seen this happen with so many creators, you know, they become mommy influencers after having so many other feathers in their cap. And now you're known for this very interesting, you know, genre of content, which is mommy, but very current and modern. But where did this journey begin for you? Because you definitely didn't start off saying, I'm going to be a mommy influencer. Oh, no, 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 yeah. not at all. Um, so, like you said, I mean, I've been a fashion designer for almost 12 years. Yeah. Um, and then when my first child was born, I actually lost my dog five days after oh, he was born. So, sad. so it was yeah. a really tough transition because postpartum depression is something that anyway women tend to deal with. But I was dealing with this. And then Instagram came yeah. as this space where I could vent. Um, and I started a little page for him. And I, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just like talking to like, I don't know, 200 people who were following me. And slowly that started growing yeah. and my passion started building. And uh, here we are. It's absolutely incredible. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you. I think what's really amazing is, and I think we've seen, and I think you posted about it as well, you know, the, the mommy influencer, the mommy creator industry is massive because yeah. I think, you know, we always talk about how do you build a community and how do you build a loyal fan base. There's no a larger loyalty or community that needs that than I think moms at any given point, right? And there's absolutely. an ongoing influx of new moms like, every day pretty yeah, much right yeah. so i'd love to know from you um now that you've been doing this for a little while what kind of mommy influencer would you describe yourself as so i think um the most important part of developing a community is to keep it real yeah uh so if i try and pretend to be someone i'm not there's only that long i can pretend yeah so i keep it real uh, i know that there's people who are going to love me for it there's people who are going to troll me for it but i'm okay with it right as long as i can help even one mother feel more empowered yeah. that's the goal yeah so yeah that's the kind of mommy i am i love real. it i love it the real mommy and i think you know the big debate a lot of people have and i, I know and, and i'm not on either side of the coin on this but it's interesting because some people are like okay nazar na lage so let's not even put up a picture of our child right yeah and then you have to go to the other extreme where you're a mommy influencer where your children are in your content yeah so was that a conscious decision that you had to take did you have to sit the family down and say we're going to put them out there uh, or did this ever cross your mind or was there ever a concern so I actually recently did a post on Nazar. I saw that. And yeah. I do not believe in Nazar. Yeah. Uh, I believe in manifestation. I believe in the law of attraction. And I believe that if you think you're protected, you're protected. And if yeah. you think the whole world has the worst eye on you, yeah. then God bless you because you've had it, right? Yeah. Um, my family has been super supportive. But I have consciously, like when my kids were young, I could use them a lot more. Yeah. Uh, now I can't and I, and I consciously make an effort to put out things that I know 10 years from now, they're not going to kill me for. Right. Right. I know, I mean, I, 
listen, kids today are very, very woke and very, very opinionated, yeah. no matter how old they are. And so I have to take permission for my kids. Really? And how old is it? Oh man, she's three, he's five. And you have to take permission for them absolutely, already? Absolutely, absolutely, hey. absolutely. Uh, so I think, and they're very excited to see their videos, you know. Yeah. Like just today my daughter was like, you know, we washed my dolly the other day. It was for yeah. a baby skincare product. And yeah. I was like, yeah. She's like, I haven't seen the video. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> so the excitement yeah. is real. It's they real. love it. They get yeah. to work. I mean, come on. They're so lucky. They get to work with yeah. some of the best brands in their space. And yeah. they better know how lucky they are. Let's <laughs> just put it at that. I mean, seriously. I love it. And I'm always curious about the dads in this scenario, right? So how much do you involve dad in the content? And does he know... How much work it takes? Is he involved at all? So he knows how much work it takes. Yeah. Um, is he involved? If he had his way, he wouldn't show his face on my Instagram. Right. But uh, unfortunately for him, he has to many times. Yeah. Uh, but the convincing process goes on for about 24 hours. It's harder to convince him, him. than it is to convince my kids. <laughs> So, yeah, but we, we kind of pull him in when you we find, have to. And then yeah. also, I mean, I think especially... I'm like, look, Karan, this is what I'm getting paid. Paid, yeah. Can you come now? He's like, oh, okay. I'm like, great. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I, the same for me. Like, my husband hates being in the content, but, you know, once in a while, we'll do that close-up ad once a year where, like, posing <laughs> romantically. And after that, my his Instagram will be pictures of my dog and sushi and a frog <laughs> at best. But I think that's, that's, that's so... And, and it's interesting because, you know, I'm actually writing my second book on this called Under the Influence, Unpacking you know, the fact that it's given me this beautiful, incredible life, but it's taken its pound of flesh. Absolutely. And, you know, we, you know, as creators, we're always the ones people make fun of that, oh, you, you know, the camera eats first, or, you know, you're always documenting everything, live in the moment, but it's also your job in a exactly. sense. Exactly. So now that you've been doing, how long have you been doing this for it's now? It's been five years. It's been five years. Yeah. So, so now that, you know, you look back at the journey, is there anything you would have done differently or some advice you would give maybe the starting out mommy influencer? So I don't think that there's anything I would have done differently. I am very grateful for the journey that has yeah. been. Um, you know, as you said, there are days that you're exhausted. It, it looks very hunky-dory on camera. Camera, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, guys. It is one of the best jobs anyone can ever have. Yeah. But... Like you said, it definitely does take that pound of flesh. Uh, having said that, if you want to start creating content, then first find yourself, figure out who you are, and find your purpose. What is the purpose that you want to create this content for? You know, Do you want to inspire someone? Do you want to make someone laugh? Do you want to teach someone how to cook? Whatever it may be. Find your purpose and then go for it. I love that. I love that advice. Find out who you are yeah. and then show the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the other thing that we've all developed a lot of thick skin of is like you said, the trolls, the comments. Oh. I always tell people the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. And yeah. they're still there saying, oh, why did you put this up? I'm like, well, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. But I think that's also what's interesting and I think that you unpack this really well is you talk a lot about um, other moms and other women having a lot of things to say. So do you feel a lot of pressure like, oh, you know, if I put this out there, I know like a hundred moms are going to have this to say. And how do you find the confidence to hold your own when you decide to make that choice? So when I know I'm putting out something controversial, I literally like say some affirmations before yeah. it goes live. I'm like, ooh, protect, protect, protect this post. Because yeah. I know I'm, I'm asking for drama, but that's mm. okay because I'm trying to state points. Like, for instance... Um, you know, there's a lot of Indian cultures that tell women after they've given birth that they have to do the most bizarre things. Yeah. When I heard those and like my japa, when she came, she was like, 
you have to do this and you have, I, was, I looked at her I'm like you got to be kidding me like yeah. what are you even saying but there are women in our country today who are still pressurized by mother-in-laws by family to do it yeah. and I'm like no don't do it like yeah. this is not scientifically proven, proven you yeah. know yeah uh, so yeah it's okay I mean slow and steady we're gonna kind of make everyone woke I so, love that. Yeah. I also love that you know you still do a lot of you know lifestyle content. You do travel, you do fashion, and I think that's nice that you so haven't. So can I stop yeah. you there for a moment? So that actually has been my biggest problem with mm. the term mommy blogger. Right. Right. Because they put you in what box? Yeah. And mm. oh, mommy, and then God help me if I wear a bikini and come on. <laughs> I actually had someone say I was laying in a bikini on the beach because yeah. that's what you wear at a beach right. and my son was next to me and we shot a really cute reel yeah. and I have people commenting saying that uh, this is so disgusting this is so embarrassing what is your child going to think of you when you're roaming around naked I'm like dude <laughs> first of all not naked yeah. Yeah. at all I'm at a beach yeah. um, you shouldn't be wearing clothes and entering a swimming pool but that's another story um, so honestly uh -huh. These people don't bother me. I feel I feel sorry for them. I feel mm. sorry for the mental space or the life that they're living, which is so kind of um, what's the word? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very small-minded. It's very small-minded. Yeah. They're in a tiny, tiny box. box. Well, and, the, and, and, and and so true. I was gonna I was gonna come to that. I feel that you know I almost feel and I, I'm seeing this more and more with as more and more creators are having children. Like you know Malzika Sitlani just had yeah. a baby. And you know what is? The, I don't think anyone should be you know, pressurized into feeling that, okay, now that I have a child, I'm automatically somehow forced into some graduation from a creator to a mommy creator. Exactly. I happen to be a creator and mom. Exactly. And I think that's the, that's the balance that people have to allow you exactly. to sort of strike. Just because yeah. I'm a mom doesn't mean I don't use makeup. Yeah. Know, I don't like skincare. I don't want to run away for a holiday all by myself. Of yeah. course I do. Me time is very, very important. important. Yeah. I always say you cannot pour from an empty cup. So if I want to give my kids unconditional love, it, I first need to give myself that unconditional love. Yeah. I am the most important person. Yeah. If I can love me and be kind and nice to me, then I can be kind and nice to others. I love that. Simple. You know, I kind of also love that, you know, I, I, I really relate to your sort of brand of organized chaos, if yeah. I can call it that, because I, I know you and I are the same kind of slightly hyper people, but we get everything done. Yeah. I'd love to know how you structure your day and how you put your content together is it well planned or is it kind of like this is what's going to happen today and you know I have this list of I'm a very OCD person so I have list after list but some days if you look at my computer it's like 5,000 tabs are open it looks like there's complete chaos so how do you function what works for you so honestly like I've always been called lastminute.com <laughs> and that is just who I am I will suddenly break in my pajamas. I will, you know, I'll see something and it's triggered me, and suddenly I'm like, camera on, blah 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 blah, and that's my reel, and it goes it on goes Instagram. Up. You know, it literally yeah. in 20 minutes of shooting it, no thought. It's just from the heart. Yeah. So I don't always. I mean, of course, when it comes to brands and all you of that, we have to yeah, plan. Of course. But when it comes to my organic content, many, many, many a time, I'm yeah. just shooting from the heart. With a, and then my mom calls me, <laughs> "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Just relax." Delete this right now. I'm like, I will not. I will not take a deep breath. And what is she worried? Is she worried about family She's, commenting? No, no, not at all. Are people giving people you grief? People giving me grief. How yeah. interesting. Yeah. I think that's so fascinating. I think once you let yourself free of other people's judgment. Yeah. And I always used to talk about this because I started blogging like 15 years ago yeah. when I would put something out there and if I loved it and I was happy with it, that's job done. Yeah. And it didn't matter what a hundred other people thought of it. They definitely didn't tell me or like they wrote a comment or two, they were usually nice. 
And now I realize there's a new fear, which is you have to worry about what other people think about you. Yeah. Not even that you care what either of those people think, it's that the other world Yeah, is... so you know, um, it's so funny mm. because the truth is that everyone knows, everyone knows that being a creator is awesome. Yeah. At the same time, creators are looked down upon by other people. For, you know, I mean, it's like, yeah. oh, what does she do? She just gets free stuff. She just does this. I'm like, and I'm like, I'm casually winning at life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I feel like the biggest and you know, the, the thing is like, if you put a post out there, yeah. you'll get that small X percent who will go and comment and engage on your post. Yes. But the rest of them are all looking, getting inspired also, but not pressing that button. Button, yeah. They are the people who I'm more worried about than the people who actually comment. Right. Right. Because being a mother and putting your child into school means you are in a space of massive judgment. That judgment is way more than on the gram. Yeah. Um, but again, you have to really love what you do, be strong, mm -hmm. and really not care about yeah. what others think. You know, own it, shine your light, and all those bugs are going to get attracted to you. I think that's so fascinating. And I, and I love that analogy because there's one I always use that says you don't have to unscrew anybody else's light bulb to shine. Exactly. But I'd love to know what that world is like for you in your school groups. Like my best friend Parul has four kids and she's in like four different kitties and groups and mom groups. <laughs> so how do other moms perceive you as a mommy influencer knowing that this is what you do and I'm sure watch your content? What is the feedback like? What do you see? A lot of love, hate, a mix? Both. Both. Like yeah. straight up both, you know, some of them like will be like, hi, and they're like looking you up and down, judging you. It yeah. doesn't matter. They're, I feel like anyone who is in that space of judgment or negativity or in any of that is miserable in their own life. Right. If they were not miserable in their own life, they would be shining more light. That's true. Right. So yeah. I just feel compassion for them mm. and I move forward. You know, one of the reasons that I've been telling Simone for ages that she needs to have her own podcast is because I find you super fascinating. I think also because most people are, like you said, forced into a box and they become a mommy influencer and you're supposed to mind your P's and Q's, speak at a certain level, be the right, you know, whatever they say as you like, you know, supposed to lead the way. And, and, and I love that you're kind of brash and awesome and, and savage and hilarious, but also have your heart in the right place. So I'd love to know, let, let's, let's make that leap now to when you work with brands, you know, uh, the assumption has always been that brands expect moms to be a certain cookie cutter way. But clearly you've broken that mold because you work with a ton of them. And do you find that they ever tell you to work in a different style or they let you do what you want? And, and what has that experience been like for you? So, uh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, there's all kinds of brands, right. just like there's all kinds of people. Um, but the one thing I would really like to say to brands is that when we're shooting with children, you need to remember our kids are not creators, they're not actors. They're being nice, kind, and the mothers are being nice and kind by letting those kids into this your, world, yeah. you know, your ad or whatever it is. Um, so to expect, expectations mm. need to kind of just, you know, come down a few notches. Like you cannot expect kids to be like paid actors. Yeah. And definitely no reshoots for kids. Definitely. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out. Um, but for the most part of it, you know, I feel like brands also are awakening to the fact that the more you let the creator create content in their style, the better the reel's going to do. Yeah. So the faster everyone understands that, the better it is for you and us so that we don't have to be ashamed of our insights later. And, I, and I'd love to know, so what was, the, what was your first brand collab 
like and about when it was in this space and you know what was that experience like? My first brand collab was actually a brand called Baby Jalebi which today she's got like 300,000 followers or something and at that time she was small and yeah. I was even smaller and I had I think 2,000 followers Wow! but she trusted me and sent me all this amazing stuff and I managed to get her traction wow. and she was like wow this works you know yeah. And I was so scared because I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. But more than that, Malini, I think when I started creating content, my friends, my closest friends unfollowed me. Why? Yeah, to, to prove a point. And, to like, and they used to publicly like talk about it. Like, what is wrong with her? What does she think she's doing? The transition is not easy. The transition mm. from going from one crea uh, career into to being another. a creator is very difficult because you are now putting yourself out there and everyone's like, who does she think she is? What does she think she's doing? What's going on here? Yeah. You know, to actually be able to bear that and move past that, that is your real win. That is when the magic truly starts happening. Okay. Today, all those people who unfollowed following me, you again. not only are they following me again, now they want me to do shout outs for them, oh. for their brands, for their certain things. Love it. And I'm, I'm doing it with a smile. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, passing those vibes, I'm like, please remember what you said to me. But it's poetic justice yeah, at its yeah. best. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's amazing. And I think that, you know, I, I love that you're unpacking a lot of this because I agree. I say the same thing. I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. There are times where people judge it or they have these things to say. But I think at the end of the day, and, and for all the creators who feel that judgment or that feeling of, oh, I'm so apologetic that I got something free, don't be apologetic. You got it free because you did something of value. 100%. People are not insane to just hand out free stuff to people, right? Exactly. They're doing it because they see some value in you. Absolutely. Um, and you should own that and, and be proud of that. So now let's, let's talk a little bit more about the whole industry of it. And there's a huge ecosystem that's rising. So where do you see the future for you? Do you think about where you're going to go with this? Do you feel like you have a little bit of a strategy in place or it's kind of like, let's just see, go with the flow? So I'm currently going with the flow, yeah. uh, though Malini seems to have a lot of plans for my future that I'm more excited about. Um, Make it rain. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, I'm, yeah. I'm just going with the flow at this point. Uh, every day there's so much happening between work and being a mom and you know all the other kind of things that you have to do in a day yeah. that I don't necessarily get the time to plan. I think I should kind of start making some goals now <laughs> but um, I also trust the universe and I yeah. know that um, everything's going to be taken care of. I'd love to know and I think you know like I always tell people like no two days are alike for me as a creator. So is this now your full-time job as a creator? Yes. This is what you're, you do full-time. And you were doing fashion for 12 years before that, and that had a very different structure. Yeah. So what is your work week like? I wouldn't even say a day, because I know two days are different. This job, I studied fashion at the Parsons School of Design in New York, which is like the number one fashion school on earth. I worked so hard for 12 years and all of that. And what this job has done for me without a degree in five years, has, I don't know, quadrupled my bank account based on the efforts of the past 12 years yeah. before that. So I am so grateful. I love my job. I cannot be happier. Um, and yes, and that's exactly why in the pandemic, when I had to shut my fashion business down, yeah. I was, of course, emotional, very upset. Of course. But everyone knows that creators took off like no one's business in the pandemic. In that, yeah. And um, here we are. Yeah. Sitting with Miss Malini. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I remember, I, I remember I've, I've worn your clothes. Yeah. I remember that. That's such a... Okay, so we were a small business. And um, one Diwali, 
Malini's stylist messaged us to say, oh, you know, she sent us a couple of pictures and said, Malini wants to wear this. My whole office was so excited. Oh my God, Miss Malini is going to wear And she wore it that day and it was all over and we were so happy. We were so happy. And you know, it's amazing to me because I feel that the whole, the creator universe, there's so many of us. And one of the things I'm trying to do at Good Creator Co is bring us more together. Because again, just like in Bollywood, the whole belief is that all creators are suspicious of each other and we don't get along. Mm. Actually, we get along great. And in yeah. fact, we support each other. Simone will come to my events, I'll go to hers. Absolutely. And it's, it's a great community. We are work colleagues in a sense, yeah. from, you know, different spaces. And I think that's the advice I want to give young and aspiring new creators make that you know find your tribe of yeah. other creators that you can and, and work with and and especially when it comes to you know industries that have such large levels and volumes of judgment find the ones who are not going to judge you and surround Absolutely. yourself with them what is your advice to the new aspiring upcoming creator who's you know now has a baby so his you know is thinking considering doing the mommy content um what would they what should they keep in mind um like you said most important figure out your community, uh, engage with them. You know, you cannot grow alone. It's not possible to grow alone. You have to find those people, grow together, at the same time, find your niche, do what you do best. And if you don't know what your niche is, experiment till you figure it out. Yeah. And um, yeah, you'll get there. As long as you're passionate. As long as you're passionate. And I think a lot of people ask me, you know, what's off limits for me? I, I don't think anything is. I talk about everything. Is that the case for you as well? <laughs> Nothing is off limits. Yeah. And Nothing. I think that kind of gives you that freedom that I'm yeah. just going to be 100% authentic and some people will like it, some people won't. And that's just who I am. But do you feel that, you know, when it comes with, you know, the territory of children, you have to think about it because they're going to see and, and do they see all the content you put out? No, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, they see what they're in. Yeah. Um, PG, PG, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so no, they don't see it all. One day they will. I find um, it fascinating that you have to get their permission because they're so aware of every... So how does that process work? started. They are a saga. Um, they're a saga. Like, there's bribery involved. Wow. I mean, if we're shooting for a brand like Lego or yeah. Kinder Joy, we're sorted. sorted. Life is easy, easy easiest yeah. shoot ever. But if we're doing skincare or something else, the toys yeah. come in, the chocolates come in. That's amazing. That's when permission is granted. And they know how that now, if mama wants us to shoot. Shoot. Like, today I told them I'm going for a shoot. They're like, you haven't shot with us in so long. I'm not sure if they're missing the shoot or shoot. the bribes. It's, it's confusing. <laughs> but that's so interesting because I think parenting has changed so much, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure if my parents made me do something, they would be like literally no comeback. It would yeah. be like, you said so, so I'm doing it. Correct. So parenting has also changed oh, yeah. in, in so much, obviously, in our generation. Yeah. So what is, what is it that you've had to apply that you feel is something that, that's the biggest change from how you were parented to how you are parenting? So we just got slapped. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. We just got, you don't want to do this? Bye. Back. And now you right? do it. Yeah. And now it's all about gentle parenting, yeah. conscious parenting. And sometimes I'm like digging my <laughs> nails. I'm like, I just want to punch you, but I know I can't and I know I don't want to. Yeah. But I want to, you know? It's like, so you're yeah. relearning how to handle frustrating situations. Yeah. Right? And, and you're remembering that all those things, and it's not our parents' fault. They didn't have the awareness. They didn't, we have the internet. I have, I, I scroll through reels and I get free advice yeah. from child psychiatrists yeah. every day. Every day, yeah. Right? So I get personal reminders every day on how to gentle parent, which they didn't. So I'm not going to blame them, but I mean, you can see our entire generation. We're pretty crazy and messed up. Yeah. Um, but again, not their fault, maybe a little bit, but not really. Yeah. Um, 
So we're raising a very, very awakened generation. Yes. That this new gen, I don't even know what they're called. What comes after alpha? Gen Z? Whatever it is, yeah. they're gonna really alpha it out because they are so, so smart. It's they amazing. Are, yeah, and that's the thing. When I look at some of the kids today, I'm like, at nine or 10 or 12 or even 14, I was not this woke or aware. I was just like following my parents around doing exactly. whatever they said, which is fascinating. But when it comes back to being, you know, an influencer and a creator, what do you feel would make your life easier as a creator, whether it's from the family side or society side or brand side, what would you like to see change? I would definitely like brands to understand that, um, you know, make up your mind if you want to create an ad that you want to kind of promote and sponsor and put out there, then that can be an ad. But if you don't want to do that, then allow us to create organic content. Right. Um, each creator is different, each individual is different. By putting us in one box, the only person suffering is you. We're still getting paid. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, I think that. As far as my family goes, they're super supportive. No yeah. issues there. As far as people goes, forget about it. I mean, come on. Not everyone loves and hates. I mean, there's Shah Rukh Khan and yeah. people love him. But there's also people who don't love him. Yeah. So, I mean, it's okay, bro. It's okay. Hate me, it's cool. Hate me, it's fine. Yeah. And you know, when it comes to like selecting the brands you work with, especially when you're doing your mom content, forget the other stuff. What do you have to keep in mind? Do you have to do, do you have some serious do's and don'ts? Do you have some, uh, you know, brands that you will absolutely not work with? Do you have to trust all of them? How does that work? So when it comes to me, I personally work with every brand. I mean, yeah. everyone needs to understand we're putting in hashtag ad there, ad, yeah. right? So don't like, this is not my final word. This yeah. is an ad, ad yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but when it comes to kids, yeah especially skincare and food. food. I am very particular, very, mm. very, very particular. If my child, if I cannot use that product on my child, I'm not gonna talk about talk it. Talk about it, yeah. I've actually been uh, offered a massive contract by a massive global brand for the past three years and I haven't taken it. Because yeah. um, I'm not gonna use that product on my kids. Good, and there's yeah. no way even by putting hashtag ad that I can consciously allow yeah. that to happen. So yeah, yeah. when it I comes to that. children, I am yeah. a bit particular with yeah. myself. It's like, yeah. yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I'll never do fairness ads because I have a very strong feeling about that. Right. But I, I totally hear you. And I think that there is, you know, a very fair way to say that, look, this is also our job. This is what we do for a living. And this is something that you have to understand. We do put that ad in. We're not trying to, like, you know, you know pull the wool over anyone's eyes. And I think, you know, if I was going to say one last word from the creator perspective is to say, you know, cut us some slack. You don't go around judging everyone else with their desk job and how they function that day. I think you owe us that same slack. Any, any last words for the brands, the creators, the world at large? I just think, uh, Malini, that the transition that I've personally had from designer, from a brand yeah. to a creator has actually left me with uh, so much compassion for brands, yeah. right? I know how much I had to struggle reaching out to bloggers saying, please wear please. my clothes, please, 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 yeah. begging the stylists, please get them into my clothes. And so now when I'm on the other side, I really do whatever I can to help those small businesses. Um, so I feel like that is also a blessing in disguise. But overall, um, I'm in a great space. I'm sitting with Malini Agarwal, the OG, Oh, I'm on her couch. I've made it. That's amazing. I think that's such a great testament to incredible journeys. And I really love that you're here. And I love that it was so easy to have this conversation with you. You have to do that podcast. Now that you've done this, this is step one. Soon we will be sitting on uh, Simone's couch. I don't know if I'll be there, unless you're also doing talking to people who are pet parents. But you never know. Uh, but thank you so much for watching. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments below. And stay tuned for another episode of The Great Good Creator Show.